You are listening to the Salty Catholic Podcast. I'm your guest host, Delone Erebu. I'm salty not just because Jesus said you are the salt of the earth, but I'm salty because I see Catholics taking our beautiful faith for granted. As a former atheist, this bothers me. All right, let's begin. So a little about me. I'm a proud husband, father of three beautiful kids, and a devout Catholic who loves Jesus. But that definitely wasn't always the case for me. I grew up in a home where the name of God was never mentioned. There was no faith instilled in my upbringing, and besides having to go to church to receive my first communion, which really we only did for cultural reasons, I had never been to a single mass, or better yet, I never even stepped into a church. In my teenage years, I had three of my very close friends pass away. At age 15, a good friend of mine drowned in a lake, and just like that, he was gone. I remember being very confused when it happened at that time because I was wondering, how can such a young child, so innocent and so pure, just pass away like that? It didn't make any sense. Not long after that, something even worse happened. One of my closest friends, Timmy, and I were driving to the mall on a Saturday afternoon, and we got into a car accident that took his life. I was sitting in the passenger seat right next to him, and I witnessed a brother of mine pass away. And that situation at the time really ruined me. I had nowhere to turn and no explanation as to how something like that could happen. Both friends were so innocent and pure. They were great people. And I just couldn't understand or wrap my head around how this could happen. And then it had me questioning God's existence. In the next couple of years, I lost three of my grandparents, my aunt, some relatives, even some more friends, another very good friend. And really all it did is just solidify my atheistic mindset. I truly believe that God did not exist. And from that point on, I remember getting into really heated debates with everyone around me about how there was no possible way that there was a God that existed and allowed crazy things like this to happen. But you got to remember, I had no foundation to lead me to believe anything else. I continued living as an atheist and I became a heavy party animal. I was drinking, smoking weed, sleeping around with women almost daily. This was something that just became my lifestyle and that continued for many years. And then until one random day, I ended up going to Mass. (laughs) I know you're probably thinking, how did this guy end up even stepping into a church? I just said I was an atheist. I just said I don't believe in anything. All these crazy things happened to me, and I ended up going to Mass one day. What happened was a good friend of mine, Chris, who was visiting here from California, and he was staying in my house at the time. And actually, at the time, I was living at a house where my backyard backed up to a Catholic church. I lived there for three years. I never even looked at it. So Chris was asking me pretty persistently on Saturday night to go to church with him. And after a long debate, I agreed to go because really he wouldn't give up and I just wanted to make him happy. And I remember during Mass, I just was following the motions like everyone else there. I stood when they stood. I knelt when they knelt. I was mainly thinking of where we're going to go eat after and what I wanted to eat. (laughs) And then everyone lined up to receive a piece of bread. That's all it was in my eyes at the time. And I received it and I followed Chris back to the pews. And I looked over and I saw Chris was kneeling down with his eyes closed. So I knelt and closed my eyes as well. And as I did that, my entire body started shaking uncontrollably. And I heard a soft whisper ask me, why? And I snapped out of it and Chris looked over and asked if I was okay. And I was like, whoa, what just happened right now? I remember just going home and sitting there for hours staring at the wall saying, how can I explain in human terms what just happened? What was that that overcame me? And who was that that spoke to me? I kind of took that as a sign that maybe I needed to learn more about this faith that I've been fighting against my entire life. I mean, I always knew I didn't believe, but I really didn't even know what I didn't believe in. So I started attending Mass, going to Bible studies, 
I started reading the Bible on my own. I was researching so much into the faith. I started calling friends of mine that I knew were more faithful and, and, and knew about their faith and asking so many questions that were unclear to me. And just the more I kept learning and the more I kept researching, it became so evidently clear and I just became thirstier and hungrier for everything. Everything just started to make sense. Everything was coming together. And then over the course of the next couple of years of all that researching and learning, I began to notice that even though I was educating myself and I was really starting to believe who God is, my habitual lifestyle was still the same. I was still living that party life. I was living a double life, if you, if you think about it. So it took me a while and a lot of people to tell me, Delone, it's not you. You can't give up on your former life. You can't give up on your habitual sins. You got to lean on God. Ask him for his help and his grace and his forgiveness. Ask him to transform you. And that's exactly what I did. I started to pray to God to help me, to give me a new lifestyle, a new mind, a new heart. I started confessing my habitual sins again and again and again. And over a lot of confession and prayer and receiving the Eucharist, God transformed me in a way I never thought possible. I was able to put a lot of my sinful ways behind me. And then during that time, I also started attending a lot of retreats, one in particular called Kairos that really left an imprint on me. It challenged me to grow even deeper in my faith. And then when I started to serve on Kairos and some other retreats, it just helped me grow more in love with Jesus and the faith. It all brought me to my true identity. Always growing up, my identity as a man was I thought that I just wanted to be the cool guy and hook up with people and have fun and party. But it really gave me a purpose and my true identity. I wanted to live for God and love him and serve him in any way I could because he's the only true joy in my life. I then ended up marrying my beautiful wife, my greatest blessing in my life. And God blessed us and entrusted us with three amazing children. And we live to always feed them the love and truth of Christ and the Catholic faith. We try to implement it at home all the time. And now that you know a little bit about my upbringing, you could see why I'm salty about Catholics taking their faith for granted and not living for God. I wish I knew about this beautiful faith as a child. I wish I never had to question God and live that life of sin for all those years. So when I see some of these cradle Catholics who go to Mass here and there, living their lives with no regard to God and anything, not living out their true potential, I get sad and it makes me salty that some Catholics are living this life, that really I lived as an atheist. And God really does have a purpose for every one of us. He didn't give us our beautiful church and the sacraments, this community for us to live in a lukewarm way and just do the bare minimum. He wants us to do so much, but we have to open the door and let him in to let him work through us. I learned that through my experiences. And I'm going to challenge all of you today who are listening to this, and I'm going to challenge myself as well in this, to really think of these following questions and think how they pertain to us today. Is God involved in every decision in your life? Can you say that you have an intimate relationship with him? Do you ask him about how he wants to use you in this world and what gifts he has to offer you to bring him glory here on earth? Are you praying for your spouse and children and regularly discussing the faith within the home? Are you setting up your children to want more of God? Are you leading by example? Do people see and hear Jesus when they speak to us? Are we clinging to the sacraments? Our life here on earth is so temporary. How can we better live out our full potential that God has out for us? And a Bible verse that just rings in my head daily and I medit try to meditate on all the time, and it comes to mind especially in today's world, is Revelation 3.15-16. I know your works. I know that you are neither cold nor hot. 
I wish you were either cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. This verse always has me think about how lukewarm I'm living at times and how I constantly need to be more devoted to Jesus. It's a good meditation to ponder on daily, honestly. And please know that in this whole talk, I'm not trying to judge others in any of this. I just get salty and it breaks my heart to see some Catholics living this way. This stat I'm about to share is heartbreaking. In America, almost 80% of Catholics are no longer Catholic by the time they are 23 years old. How sad. A lot of this has to do with how we're implementing the faith at home, or lack of. For some, it's doing the bare minimum as Catholics. For example, go to Mass on Sundays, that's good enough. I did my hour for the week. And some of us can spend hours binge-watching TV shows but can't find 20 minutes in our day for prayer. Or others spend hours with our family and friends but we can't visit Jesus for 10 minutes in adoration. Some have a full-packed week of planned activities, yet can't make Mass for that hour a week. Some of us sit around and gossip about others, yet we can't have a discussion about Jesus because that's not cool. Others can spend hours on social media and filthy websites, but can't open their Bibles and read a chapter. We all need to better ourselves and remind ourselves that we were created to do more with our lives. It's a challenge that I constantly remind myself when I fall into these distractions. And the world is tough out there. Don't let it swallow you up in the nonsense we're living in today. There's so much darkness in today's world That's why we need to be the light to bring that hope to others. I speak on this topic because I was once a non-believer, and now that I know the truth and met Jesus in the Eucharist, my life was transformed by His grace and mercy, and I want everyone to experience the joy that comes from being open to God and His will. Jesus truly heals and transforms all of us when and if we allow Him to. And it's our duty to dive deeper into our faith and cling to God in everything so that we can live out our true purpose in this life, by allowing God to work through us. By our living testimony, we can spread the light of God to others and they will do the same. His love really is contagious. All right, let's end in prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord Jesus, you guide us by the light of your saving truth. Fill our heart and mind with your light and truth and free us from the blindness of sin and deception that we may see your ways clearly and understand your will for our life. May we radiate your light and truth to others in word and deed. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check out the other podcasts. We have The Catholic Avengers by my brothers Jeff and Pilar and The Right to be Catholic by some guy named Sean A.R.? Not sure who that is. Never heard of him. God bless you all. Be salty. Be salty.